0: Okay, well welcome to episode 9 of the Ben's podcast series, 5 questions with the CEO, where we take the time to chat with some of our Ben's members to get to know them better, explore their backgrounds and learn about their businesses. And today our guest is Washington DC member Sam Meek, perhaps the world's most interesting man after I uh, went through his biography here. Sam is uh, is a co-founder and CEO of Sandbox, which is a military media platform based in Arlington, Virginia. Uh, The company's mission is to build content and technology to simplify the military journey, and we'll explore that a little bit more in just a few moments. Sam is a native of uh, Sun Valley, Idaho. Uh, He spent his youth uh, loving the wilderness and racing on the Sun Valley ski team. Uh, Following 9-11, he uh, followed a family legacy into the Marine Corps, uh, and deployed on a couple of occasions to Iraq in 2004 and again in 2006. And then, following his the service in the Marine Corps, uh, departed as a as a Marine Corps sergeant in 2007 and began a career on Wall Street uh, um, with a hedge hedge fund investment platform. Um, Sam currently serves on various boards that support the military and the startup community. Uh, he is a devoted husband to Kristen, uh, devoted father to Oliver, an angel investor, and a startup advisor. Uh, and outside of his work and family time, uh, Sam is an avid commercial multi-engine rated pilot. Uh, he resides in Middleburg, Virginia, with his family. Sam, we're glad to have you today. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us.
1: General, it's great to be here, and I appreciate the kind introduction.
0: All right. Very good. Well, let's go ahead and get into it here. So, uh, you know, you served in the Marine Corps uh, for about five years, 2002, 2007. Can you tell our our members, our listeners a bit about uh, about your call to serve and and, uh, tell us a little bit about your experience in the Marine Corps?
1: Well, the Marine Corps has always been in our family blood. Um, I I come from a family of Marines. My great-grandfather and my grandfather were both Marines. Um, I have some uncles that were also Marines and and soldiers. So uh, it's something that was really always in my family. And I was a senior in high school when 9-11 happened. So very heavily compelled at that time to join the Marine Corps. Uh, Timing was right for me personally. And I kind of, you know, dove headfirst into joining the Marine Corps, and it was just a, you know, an incredible, uh, you know, thing for me personally. And I spent five years in the Marine Corps; absolutely loved it. And uh, you know, to this day, you know, through bends and through what we're doing here at Sandbox, I get to scratch that itch that, you know, even though that I'm 40 pounds heavier than I was when I left the Marine Corps, I still feel like I'm serving in some way.
0: Great, thanks. Wonderful. Uh, uh, it's great, and thanks for thanks for your service, of course. So, as a uh, successful veteran business owner, can you talk about your transition uh, to the private sector? Was uh, was what was easy and what was more challenging in the transition, and what advice do you have the transitioning vets and business leaders who are hiring them?
1: Oh no, thanks. But yeah, you know, rarely do you know you hear uh, transitioning and easy in the same sentence. Um I, I find there's you know there's such a wide variety of stories, and i I know you probably have you know tenfold and and maybe thirty fold than what I've heard. Um, but uh, for me personally, it was it was quite interesting, to say the least. When I was in high school, I used to caddy during the summers to to make some extra money. And so when I got out of the Marine Corps, I went back to the golf course that I had caddied at while I was in high school and purchased New York called Blindbrook. And uh, little did I know is it, it was kind of the chairman and CEO club um, of, of the area. And I was catting for a gentleman by the name of Walter Brickay. And uh, we were on the 17th hall. And, and he said to me, uh, Sam, do you know what a hedge fund is? And I said, no, sir. And he said, perfect. Why did you come work for me? And so that's how I kind of, you know, I like to say I fell backwards onto Wall Street and um, had an incredible opportunity learning from him and Learning from you know leaders at WR, um, and uh, you know was able to learn a lot about you know the right things to do and the wrong things to do, and and take a lot of what I learned in the service um, you know out into the private sector.
0: Yeah, oh, fantastic. So let's talk a little bit about uh, about your company, Sandbox. You know now Sandbox. Uh, you and I have talked about this previously, but you brought communications uh with our service members into the 21st century um so tell us a little bit about the story of sandbox how you kind of arrived at this uh at this idea uh and, and where sandbox is now and where you kind of see it going in the future maybe over the next five ten years
1: yeah absolutely um well you know the the one of the things that i found that was missing from my life when i transitioned was the love of the camaraderie and 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 the service and i did not really find that on wall street and i was really fortunate to be introduced to major general ray smith who's my chairman and co-founder in sandbox and and now become a you know almost like a, a second father to me <clears throat> and general smith had this interesting idea he he wanted to build a myspace for marine corps spouses to stay connected And i thought it was just fascinating And and we started you know kicking around this idea. we realized that no one was holistically focused on building content and technology for the military journey. and, And no one was focusing on the user experience behavior that today's generation has become accustomed to in the mobile. And that was where we really kind of defined the North Star of Sandbox today, which is we build content and technology that simplifies the military journey. And so it started with looking at some of the key friction points that exist in that first year of service from the recruiting side of the house, uh, into basic training and we recognized the two biggest problems was knowledge transfer how do you help that young 18 year old 19 year old service member get ready for a 4 year or 30 year trajectory in the military how do you help mom and dad better understand that military journey and how do you keep the friends and family around that junior warfighter connected to them and help them understand that journey as well the second thing that we saw was this shift to you know mobile and the you know the the communication associated with it. Nowadays, you know, you and I can't go five minutes without our phone without feeling naked. So we recognize that there was a, a really a, a very big need for the ability to communicate to the service members in basic training using the phone, which is why we developed a letters platform. And the Letters platform is just this really neat, easy way for loved ones to be able to send a physical piece of mail uh, directly from the phone, to uh, folks that are in basic training, we also send letters to folks that are deployed. But the lion's share of the market is, is boot camp, um, and it's as much for the service member in basic training as it is for that friend or family that's sending that letter, because we are a mobile communicating culture today. Um, and so, you know, we, we, we right now we send anywhere from ten to twenty thousand letters a day, kind of depending on the day. We acquire seventy percent of the DoD today, um, you know, through. That knowledge transfer and the letters product within Sandbox, but it's a, it's an incredibly it's a very important step of the military journey. And how do you create that successful trajectory early on? How do you change that azimuth just very slightly so folks can have a better understanding and stay connected to their social circle? And that was kind of the really the beginning of, of Sandbox, and it's now um, you know shifted you know beyond just basic training and and just. And just recruiting, but moving into the active duty lifestyle, and that's um, you know the next phase of sandbox. We call it the trust expansion phase. What are the friction points that exist along the military journey? There are so many, and and you know you've been through you know far more than I have, but um, you know you think about checking into a military installation. You think about getting promoted you think about uh, access to benefits, you think about the things that are really important to you individually as you move through your military journey. And so the platform itself is is building a handful of tools to help our service members, their family members, better move through that journey. And so the three features we're launching in the next um, next year is um, a digital wallet for family members to be able to um, help loved ones in service use the exchanges more efficiently um, and to be able to send gift cards and get some of the rewards. The second feature we're launching is a, a product called Mustard, which is just a very simple way for our military community to stay connected. You ask any younger service member today, how do you how do you stay in touch with your unit? They'll tell you they use signal, they use WhatsApp, they use a Facebook group, they use a multi-text message thread or some other communication app. And so there's no consistency for the social comms that exist across the DoD today. And then the third is a promotion predictor, which is the first feature in our career advancement and career tracking app. Um, and so, using manpower data, we can regress to figure out uh, what's the probability of you getting promoted. What what may what can you do to increase your probability of get getting promoted quarter over quarter? So those are uh, a handful of things we're working on. But you know, fundamentally, how do you simplify the military journey with with content and technology? And uh, and that's kind of the big north star of, of Sandbox for the long run.
0: Fantastic. And uh, and uh, you know, I know when you and I saw each other a couple of weeks ago, uh, I actually pulled out my phone and and downloaded the uh, sandbox app and, and I had to test how how easy it is to to interact on it so i i definitely definitely get what you're uh, what you're what you're talking about here um, so at, and we were together a couple of weeks ago as part of a ben's delegation to uh, down, at, uh, down at Fort Knox and, and in Lexington, uh, Kentucky. And we were specifically at, at Fort Knox, of course, uh, assessing a variety of key human capital commands for the Army. I wonder if you could just kind of share your impressions of our engagements during that visit. And what, is it, what does it kind of tell you about the competition for talent that uh, our military and more broadly, our national security enterprises is engaged in?
1: Well, that was that was a fantastic trip. I think one of the greatest things that, that Ben's does is they, they put these trips together and we get to take, you know, our experience and many Ben's members have been in the military. Um, so, you know, but our experience in the military and in the private sector collectively um, and and listen to, you know, some of the large scale enterprise problems that we have across defense and, 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 the, and the public sector and applying some of these private sector solutions. And, and the one thing that was very, very clear with USAREC is um, they are, are are laser focused on having the right people in the right seat on the right bus. Um, and that gives me a lot of hope because it has never been harder to recruit this next generation of warfighter. You look at where we are from a labor force. You look at where we are from uh, a cost force. Um, uh, you, you look at what's going on in society today. We're getting further and further away for the propensity for service. There's less and less folks um, who have never been in the military, even considering it as part of a career. But the one thing that gives me hope is the way USAREC has very thoughtfully designed for the future. Um, and so I think that we, what we saw in that presentation um, is that they've, they've got some of the key leaders in place. They've got some of the key ideas. They're they're really interested in the metrics that drive success, um, and and that gives me a great amount of confidence in what Userx is doing. And I love um, the way Benz looks at what these organizations are doing, and comes up with suggestions or ways to better optimize, um, you know, their workflows or you know their their end term strategy overall. So by and large, just really happy to see Userx heading in the right direction, and uh, that Benz is engaging to help it. Help it move faster.
0: Yeah, that's great. Thanks. Uh, thanks so much for that. And I, I, I really agree with your, your assessment here. I mean, this has really put a, uh, you know, today's recruiting environment, I think, has put a lot of, uh, pressure and stress on all military recruiters, not just the army here, to really, uh, really go to work on this, particularly when we're all competing for what is uh, what is a, a very finite pool of, uh, of candidates out there to, to do our nation's bidding and, and do a lot of things here. So I appreciate that. Um, so, Sam, you're one of our youngest executives and all of the Ben's uh, membership. I wonder if wonder if you can maybe share some of your insights about what brought you to benz and and then maybe more broadly, uh, kind of your views on the linkage between uh, the private sector and the and the public national security sector and and the uh, the importance of those those two communities
1: kind of coming together. Well, you know when you look at the private sector and the public sector um, and you think about Benz, I I almost see Benz as this, you know, hybrid glue slash WD-40 that helps the public sector and the private sector get the most out of each other. Um, The the one thing I I love about Benz, obviously, is, you know, the continued service and, and being able to truly help change the way large enterprise organizations, you know, holistically will uh, be a slower and a, a much longer tail for decision making and and change. and I, I think that Benz does a wonderful job at opening the aperture to the art of the possible with respect to that change. Um, and the way that Benz designs the programs, the way the reports come out and the engagement with with the commanders and the leadership across the board um, is something that's you know remarkable for Benz. And what I've, you know, found is, you know, a, a very good friend of mine, Dan Mudd, was the one that introduced me to Benz. And, um, you know, ever since I've been a member, I found that I get a lot personally out of being a member, uh, because I get to participate in these, you know, really interesting, complex questions and conversations that, that Benz is having across the national security enterprise. Um, and whether it's from, you know, folks in, you know, the FBI or, you know, some esoteric cybersecurity arm or, you know, uh, plain vanilla HR for, for the Army, uh, there's there's just a variety of things happening in Benz. And, you know, I know that my skill set certainly lends itself to, you know, very specific parts. And, and Benz gives, me the opportunity to participate in areas where I really can um, you know feel like I can I can help the organizations be successful. And the gratitude that uh, I think that I get out of it is is just immense. and it's it's something I recommend to a lot of younger business leaders who want to affect change, whether they've served or not. Um, I think Ben's is a place that uh, younger business leaders can go uh, to lend their private sector expertise and, to, and 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 maybe public to help affect better change.
0: That's great, thanks. I love that uh, the the glue, the WD40 uh, WD40 aspect there. That's uh, that's quite interesting. Okay, so I got one I got one bonus question here for you. So we know that you were an avid commercial uh, multi-engine rated pilot. Tell us about your aviation journey and where this is all going.
1: Oh, great! Yeah. Well, uh, you know the 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 one my favorite pilot joke is you know if there's a pilot in the room, how do you know? Well, the answer is he'll tell you. Um, I, I can talk about being a pilot all day. Um, so uh, one of the actually great things about military service is obviously the benefits. I used my GI Bill to get my pilot's license. Uh, and I started working on it five years ago. I went through my private, my instrument, through my commercial, got my multi, got my my uh, my, my C, um, license, and uh, it's really become uh, something that I I, lo- I truly love as a hobby. But I've been able to leverage it, um, you know, for for sandbox um, growth as well. There's, you know, we obviously have uh, a lot of military installations scattered across the U.S. I've been able to get to, you know, the commander's golf outing, and then be able to be up in New York for a meeting the next day, or um, you know, be able to take a handful of teammates to, you know, a smaller airport um, near a military installation where the, 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 largest airports, you know, three hours away. So, um, as much, you know, finding my personal life, I found out I've, I've also gotten a lot of professional, uh, joy out of aviation. And, um, it's something that, um, I find is really helpful, you know, in the mind of a business leader, um, in many ways you know, in aviation, everything's checklists, everything's by the books, everything's really standardized. And in the entrepreneur journey, you've got to sit there and pivot and move and react to a handful of opportunities and make decisions on the fly. Um, And in many ways, aviation kind of distills a lot of what it's like to be an entrepreneur um, and helps you really kind of think through a methodical process of doing things that's a means to an end. Um, And so I I do love uh, the meditation around aviation that it provides and what it does for my professional life in the long run, because I constantly think about the aviation analogies. Um, You know, you got you got to move slow, to move fast and uh, and a lot of the other things that come out of it. So I appreciate you asking that question.
0: Uh, fantastic, uh, fantastic answer there. I, I, you took that in, a, in an extraordinarily interesting uh, direction. So thanks for thanks for sharing that. I hadn't really thought about it in the way that you. Did there about the entrepreneurial aspect of aviation and uh, how how, it, how that supports it? So thanks uh, thanks very much for that. And Sam, thanks for thanks for joining us today. Uh, we've been talking with uh, uh, Ben's member Sam Meek, who is the co-founder and CEO of Sandbox. Uh, Sam, thanks for thanks for being a member here and thanks for joining us today. And look forward to uh, to seeing you here in the future. And hope you and your family have a great uh, Christmas and a happy New Year.
1: Yes, sir. Likewise. Thank you so much for what you're doing with Ben's.
0: Thanks very much. Appreciate it.